0: Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates Coastal Mississippi and the people who work so hard to make it such a great place to live work and play hey you know one of the things i often talk about and uh you know i'll just keep you know i'll always continue to talk about this and that is that we're lucky in that we're a collection of communities each community has its own unique sense of place and then we come together in this very powerful region which is the economic engine that drives the state of mississippi so so goes mississippi so goes coastal mississippi so goes the state of Mississippi, and I think there are very few people who would, would argue with that reality. When it comes to visitors who come here, or people who who live here who may venture into other cities because they appreciate what those cities have to offer, so, sort of a staycation, so to speak. One of the things that that visitors really like, and of course we like as well because we we take it in on a regular basis, is that each city has its own uniqueness. It has its own unique sense of place, its own history, its own collection of artists, its own specific kinds of architecture, it's it's its own kinds of restaurants. Um, you know, it's got its own personality. And that is that is really cool. You know, when I think about some of what is happening here in coastal Mississippi, some of the some of the things that are happening here, it just it just continues to be so positive for what, it, what our future and the fact that we're continually focusing on creating even a better sense of place so that we can you know, draw more millennials here, as my son Justin and I talked about uh, recently. As we draw more millennials here, because they want to go to a place where they can live, work, and play in a similar area. You know, we've 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 heard a lot of talk recently about Carl the Rooster, and certainly we're going to talk about that a bit here in just a second. We're going to have the mayor. Of Ocean Springs, Kenny Holloway in the first section, and then um, uh, Cynthia uh, Dobbs Sutton in the second section. She's with the Chamber and to Visit uh, Ocean Springs uh, group. But but uh, but I wanted to share something with you. Um, I don't look at this. I, I think it's sad what happened to Carl, and certainly that happened. But I think there's a, what it creates is a positive opportunity for us to focus on this thing in Ocean Springs that sort of invited these roosters to town. And I want to share a couple of things with you. I spent a lot of time with my family in Key West. Uh, It's kind of a a place we enjoy to visit. And uh, I came across this piece written by Bonnie Gross talking about the Key West chickens. And it said, noisy, colorful, just like Key West. And here's what she wrote. Key West has a lot of offbeat charms. But one of my most favorite has always been the chickens, dubbed Gypsy Chickens by the locals. The feral fowl that frequent the streets and alleys of Key West seem like the perfect metaphor for Key West. Historic, colorful, sort of wild, a little noisy, and occasionally annoying. You don't have to work hard to spot Key West chickens. You hear them crowing and see them strutting everywhere. The colorful roosters and their mother hens, uh, followed by, by lines of tiny chicks weave in and out of traffic and throw through outdoor cafes. All over town, Key West residents call them the the gypsy chickens. I've always known about those, but it's kind of part of the charm and character of ocean of uh, excuse me, Key West. Then there's this piece. I was doing a little bit of research. I wanted to find what what have people written about the roosters in Ocean Springs. And my friend, uh, my friend Joe Cloyd and his group of partners, uh, who formed the Roost uh, Bo- B- Boutique Hotel in Ocean Springs. Uh, the roost is actually kind of named after what they refer to as the band of roosters. And here's what it said. It all started when, several years ago, a small, band, a small band of roosters popped up onto the scene in downtown Ocean Springs. Stories circled on their origin, but regardless of where they came from, it was apparent that the community of Ocean Springs wanted to welcome the roosters to stay, or at least most of them did. Drama in the early days of these beautiful birds' arrival was prevalent. From newspaper uh, covers to alderman meetings and hundreds of emails to city officials, the decision was made that the roosters could stay, or at least, as mentioned above, most of them. Our rooster friends became quickly novelty, uh, quickie novelty in the downtown area with Carl. Now, this is the first iteration of Carl, the most recent Carl that died is this is carl the ii uh, earning the most fame and even his own facebook page rooster sightings photographs and questions for for the yard bird and his friends have become another unique attraction to our coastal town the general and randy can be seen roaming the streets of ocean springs today with some other friends carl the most well-known member of the band unfortunately seemed to let the fame go to his head his overzealous behavior ended up with a trip to rehab in Van Cleve, from which he very sadly may never return. Um, Mayor, uh, at the time, Mayor Connie Moran said Carl was placed on the performance improvement plan during his weekend retreat in, in Van Cleve, and she expects improved rooster demeanor. Uh, okay, and then it went on to say, we like to think that he made it to Key West, where the roosters can probably go get away with a little bit more, regardless Uh, He will never be forgotten. Well, I think the same can be said for the most recent Carl iteration. And it's interesting the way a chicken, in this case a rooster, can bring so much focus on a city. If you go to Facebook and do a uh, search on rooster Ocean Springs, you'll be overwhelmed with the buzz that Carl created. You go, this is really not just local, it's around the country. Same thing can be true if you do the same kind of search on the internet, and um, you know, from 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 adversity comes a positive opportunity. It's unfortunate what happened to Carl, but I really want to focus on um, you know what does this say about the city? What you know, I'm sure the city continues to have challenges. We may talk about that a bit, but I want to invite my friend Kenny Holloway into the conversation and say, I bet you when you became mayor of the city of Ocean Springs, you never expected. That something like Carl the Rooster could end up taking so much of your time?
1: Not in no, I've never imagined it, Ricky. Um, we uh, we have spent a lot of time uh, in the past, you know, week and a half, um, kind of dealing with this situation. It's very unfortunate. Um, in no way does the city of Ocean Springs condone uh, violence uh, to you know any animal. Um, and uh, it, it, like you said, it's an unfortunate situation, but we're, uh, you know, we're trying to deal with it uh, and, um, and manage it to where it doesn't get out of hand, uh, you know, from an emotional standpoint. We, um you know, I've always said the citizens of Ocean Springs are very passionate citizens, and this is uh, another example of that, uh, the passion from the, the citizens of Ocean Springs
0: you know it brings it brings into focus a lot of things how how people reacted to the death of, of 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 Carl it brought focus on the fact that there were even chickens in downtown ocean springs you know, sort of this wet key west comparison and uh, you know it, it raises questions about you know the, the path that the city has gone through to to have roosters and to sort of you know maybe maybe manage the number but also to protect them I mean, it's just this. It's a multi-dimensional kind of thing, isn't it?
1: It is. You know, it's it's um, it's unique. Uh, we we have a an ordinance about raising uh, chickens uh, for eggs in in the city, and uh, those fowl have to be, you know, maintained in a fence or a cage. Um, Carl got a reprieve. From uh, that and he seemed to just wonder where he wanted to go uh, and didn't bother anybody Uh, he just kind of moved around I mean uh, I've got I've got roosters that come through my yard in the morning by the way I live right next door to the roost and and uh, so I'm well aware of of what um, Joe and them uh, were talking about but we have, we have some birds here and there, and, and uh, quite frankly, they've, uh, we've got a few more that have popped up in the past uh, week that uh, uh, I, I've noticed on my morning walks that uh, we've got some new uh, families of birds that have moved in.
0: Well, what, what that tells me is that people sort of in, in honoring Carl— who have you know, people who have chickens have maybe brought them downtown and released them? <laughs> That's what that tells me. So it, it it could create an interesting additional challenge. Not that you guys haven't been through this before, but it could. You know, and wh- what's your message about that?
1: Well, you know, we understand, like I said, the passion of this, but um, we. Uh, we don't want a chicken population or rooster population that is going to cause an issue. You know yeah. and that can. Uh, we have an employee that just got back from Hawaii, and evidently there are just tons of roosters in Hawaii, and and uh, the the uh, the natives over there are trying to, or the residents of Hawaii are trying to get people to take the birds with them when they fly home. So you know it can get out of hand, but. Um, you know, we, we've got a lot of important things to worry about in Ocean Springs, um, and uh, you know we'd like to uh, to uh, move on from the rooster conversation, right? You know, at, at some point, uh, pretty soon, we've we've talked with uh, the concerned citizens, and, um, and we're working together to, uh, to to settle things down and to to move on.
0: When we come back, we'll finish this part of the conversation about Carl the rooster. Actually, you know. You saw an alligator recently at Point Cadet. You know that's kind of part. You know, animals are part of our our gig here in Coast of Mississippi. We'll uh, we'll have that conversation and also find out what the latest is in the city. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Mayor Nee Holloway.
1: Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to SupertalkMSGulfCoast.com.
0: His love for the coast is why he's
1: here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk, Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1.
0: Welcome back to Coast View. We're talking about um, really sort of the, uh, the domino effect of Carl the Rooster's death in Ocean Springs. And I believe that a lot of the domino effect that will happen as a result of, of Carl's death, that the, this issue as it relates to Carl will begin to subside. And what will what will be left in a lot of people's minds it's, you know I, 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 outside of some very passionate people in Ocean Springs who hate that this happened and 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 want to respond in different kinds of ways. the reality is that most people will have the opportunity to be introduced to ocean Springs as this charming eclectic city and uh you know these the passionate people that we talk about one of the things that bring a charm and we've always known that was the the fact people care deeply about the city of ocean springs do you see potentially some new ordinances coming out of this or um you know what 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 do you think you know a month from now where are we going to be
1: i don't think we're, we we've been we haven't discussed any new ordinances we've got ordinances for um you know uh, you know farming eggs and stuff like that with chickens yeah. but the uh you know, the, the uh, free-range chicken, the roosters, I guess what we'll call them, um, we, we just kind of let them be as long as they don't cause any trouble.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be cool. So if people will, I'm telling you, people going to come to town to, and they're going to ask people, where are the roosters? want to see the roosters. you <laughs> know.
1: <laughs> I, I, hey, I re- they remember they want to drink coffee with me in the morning and my, on my patio, they can see the roosters.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's I've, interesting got, well, I've
1: that. got a couple that come right through the front yard every day and do the backyard. And
0: I, I remember um, one of the, we have a, a really cool place that we like to stay at at the foot of Duval Street in Wet Key West. And um, if you don't have like a noisemaker inside your room, you can hear the cockadoos early in the morning. <laughs> Early. I'm an early riser, so it's not a not a big deal. But have you have you dealt with with uh, some cockadoodle doing early in the morning that people every, didn't like?
1: Every morning I can hear them. Every morning. yeah, if you live downtown, it's yeah. just part of it. I mean, people don't. It's kind of like the train, you know? Yeah, train comes through at one thirty and four thirty. I know it because I've heard it, but I don't hear it any longer. I sleep right through it. So.
0: Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, it's probably a prank that went bad and it is it is what it is and um you know life will go on and the city there will be benefits to the city and and that you know that's 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 unfortunate but but i i think a lot of focus on the city now which is not a bad thing so um you uh you posted a picture of an alligator at uh, point cadet marina and uh i just want again people shared it and liked it and whatever but it's just another reminder man. I, I think about the ospreys and the bald eagles around my house on back bay. I mean, we just with this you don't have to look far to find the impact of of uh, of you know critters in coastal Mississippi. But you you saw it you saw it right there and you know you wouldn't think of an alligator at Point Cadet Plant I mean Point Cadet Marina, but it it was there, wasn't it?
1: Yep, it was it was there. It was uh you know right at dusk and um I was, uh, I was, uh, you go down there to get away in the afternoon and sit on the easy end and, and, uh, watch the sunsets, which have been fabulous lately. The sunsets are amazing. Oh, yeah. Down there. yeah. And, uh, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, transient boaters who's, uh, who's staying there now, um, uh, said, Hey, there's a gator, you know, I got up and sure enough, gator was just kind of meandering itself through the marina. Uh, I don't know if he came from the Island or he came, you know, from the Bay, but, uh, you know, and the eagles. You know, I, I walk in the morning, like I said, and and on on Front Beach, uh, there's a there's a couple spots that you know you can see a couple of bald, bald eagles that sit out there on the perch of the of a couple pylons, and um, you know they're fishing. You know, hawks and you know, ospreys, like you said, it's really it's really unique and, and neat. Uh, the wildlife on coastal Mississippi.
0: We're we're so lucky to live here. Again, it's paradise. I, I had a recent trip last weekend to horn island and uh we we were planning to go but it, you know the weather got bad in the morning but by midday it was better so we decided why not we'll go fishing was kind of slow jordan did catch a four plus pound speck, which was nice to see um but you, you know you get out there and you see the beauty of the sand and the dunes and the water was clear and ospreys flying all over the place I mean you you re- and you and I have talked about this many times before but you you really get a strong sense of what Walter Anderson loves so much you know this this mm-hmm. the way these landscapes define us I mean it's it's we are so lucky to live here aren't we
1: we are. You know, yesterday we were over, uh, yesterday the day before, um, we were over with a group in the uh, Civic Center, uh, the Community Center, next to the uh, Walter Anderson Museum. And if you look at the murals on the wall there, everything we're talking about basically through this interview is on a wall over there. Um, the different animals and the raccoons and so forth. So it's um, Ocean Springs. One thing I haven't seen in Ocean Springs lately that I used to see quite a bit was, was Fox. We used yeah. to have. Uh, See some foxes running around. I know in your neighborhood because I used to live over that way. There's there's a there's pretty good many of them, but uh, I don't know where they've gone here. They,
0: yeah, kind of I, I, I took a picture a few years ago of a really big red fox drinking out of my pool. <laughs> and but they're you know they're they're really uh, you know they're kind of like a deer. You know they're very stealthy. You know, you'll yep. you'll you'll get a good glance at one every now and then, but they 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 do usually do their roaming at nighttime. In this case, it was early in the, it was in the morning. It was starting to get light, and there he was, this big, bushy red fox, you know, drinking out of the pool. So cool. Hey, so uh, what's, you know, okay, take the roosters aside because I know that dominates a lot of your time these days. You got a lot you're working on, don't you?
1: We do, Ricky. We're, we're awfully busy. Um, we, were, uh, we spent a lot of time in Jackson. Uh, the legislative session we've got a great uh, group of coastal legislators I mean our, our legislators and, and as you well aware didn't always get along you know but I think throughout the coast right now they're all in step on what's important uh, and what's important for ocean Springs is important for Gulfport and Pasgo and Biloxi so we spent a lot of time up there I joke uh, that um, uh, you know if I'd have spent one more day in the capital I might have got an office in it <laughs> I had, hey still, listen but, i had
0: i had senator jeremy england on recently and he said that they tend to agree about 80 percent of the time that's pretty pretty dramatic really if you think about it
1: it is and uh and in jackson county in particular uh and jeremy's uh senator uh that has part of ocean springs uh i think jeremy is a young bright rising star in uh, in the senate and, um, you know, we've got uh, some really senior um, senators and senior House members that uh, really stepped up. We, um, after we get our ARPA funds, and, and and if they're matched the way we anticipate, Ocean Springs would have um, gotten just under $23 million of direct impact funds uh, through the session. And that's just, um, uh, you know, um, well, just just to the, the the hard work of the senators and the representatives of uh, of our area, and and, uh, and every time I get a chance to thank them, uh, Bryce and, and Jeremy and and um, John, you know, and uh, Manley and Hank. I mean, it's just it goes on and on. They all work together, and it was uh, it was great to see.
0: It was, and you you said from the beginning, it ain't sexy, <clears throat> but it's necessary. Other cities had the opportunity, Biloxi is an example, to rebuild all of their infrastructure just about as a result of Katrina. Ocean Springs uh, certainly got some money, but, but there were big needs in Ocean Springs, weren't there?
1: That's what, you know, you know and Fofo and I, we've got a, a great relationship and we kind of rib each other every chance we get. And I just said, hey, Fofo, you know, you, you, you had your city rebuilt after Katrina, you know. You don't need any of this opera money. Just send us your opera money and let us rebuild our city. (laughs) He don't (laughs) think that, but it's worth a shot.
0: No, you know you know this because you love Biloxi, and and you're not you're the same. You know you spend a lot of time working hard to raise the bar. He spends a lot of time raising the bar. He believes that we, you know, the coast is in this together. But when it comes to his projects and what he wants to do. You better get the heck out of the way, man, because he's going to bulldoze over you. He's so passionate about it. And you feel the same way, don't you?
1: Yeah, we're not going to lay down for him, that's for sure. But we're (laughs) going to have some friendly (laughs) competition.
0: But, you know, it is cool to come into the city knowing you have tens of millions of dollars in infrastructure needs. Infrastructure is what provides the opportunity to be able to do economic development and, um, and to have that goal. And in a really short period of time. You know, I mean, a lot of confluence of the pandemic and all this other stuff start to address some of that. It's really important, isn't it?
1: Well, you know, when, um, when we were, uh, when this uh, board was elected and I was elected and we had our uh, swearing in ceremony uh, in my speech, um, I, I said that this group of people, the seven members and myself, will either be able to pat ourselves on the back because we took office at the right time. We'll be kicking ourselves in the butt Because we didn't take advantage Of the resources that are here And and being in office at the right time
0: Uh, So yeah I agree And you did And you stayed very focused on that from the very beginning Building the foundation that will enable That will enable the city To build and really Pursue its economic goals Hey it's been great to catch up with you Kenny Hope you're doing well And uh, have a great day my friend Thank you. Thank you. When we come back, day. we'll have Cynthia Dobbs Sutton from, from the uh, Ocean Spring Chamber. We'll see you after this.
1: For free to the Coast View podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you
0: get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.